Would you like to know where this world is heading? Would you like to know what's going to happen in the future? If your answer is yes, then I want to encourage you to study the book of the Apocalypse, the Revelation of Jesus Christ. That's where things are heading, and I would suggest to you they are heading there rapidly. There's not a whole lot of time left if the world continues on the path that it's on. It is heading headlong into what is described in this last book of the Bible. In verse 1, we read the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Verse 4, John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him even those who pierced him. And all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I would like to encourage you to meditate, especially on that verse, Behold, he is coming with the clouds. Think about what that's going to be like. And it says, every eye will see him. The impact, it will be staggering. It will be global. It will impact every person on the face of the planet. There's nothing happening in our day-to-day that gets all the headlines. It'll be anything like what happens when Jesus Christ returns after a time of great judgment on the earth. We, as followers of Jesus Christ, we've got to understand the times in which we live, and we are living in a time that points directly to this revelation of Jesus Christ found in the last book of the Bible called the Apocalypse. Now, the human author of this book is the Apostle John, author of the Gospel of John, as well as three epistles. And then we have John now in his 90s, He is exiled to the island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea by Domitian. Domitian apparently made a number of attempts to literally kill John, but he was unsuccessful. And so finally Domitian was able to send John off to this distant island. And it's here that John has this incredible vision, a vision of the future. John was seeing things that he could not imagine. And so John begins by writing to the seven churches in Asia. John to the seven churches in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. We see that the entire Trinity is involved in communicating 
the vision that John would receive, we see the Father who is the one that originates the entire revelation. But we also see, it says, the seven spirits. Typically, this is used to indicate fullness. This is pointing to the Holy Spirit. Some have suggested that this could be seven spirits that are angels, and that is a possibility. But in the context here, we see the Father referenced, we see the seven spirits, and then we see Jesus Christ clearly referenced in the next verse as Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. The fullness of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah spoke of it, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now notice the description of the Holy Spirit who would empower even Jesus Christ during his time on earth. And the Spirit of the Lord well, shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, and the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And then John goes on to describe Jesus Christ. And in verse 5 he says, And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins. This is who Jesus Christ is. He is the faithful witness. He is the one who faithfully did what the Father called him to do. He is the one that has revealed the Father. He was faithful to honor the Father's will, even to the point of his sacrificial death on the cross. Jesus Christ is the faithful witness. He is also the firstborn of the dead, the first to be truly resurrected into bodies that put on immortality. Lazarus was raised from the dead by Jesus Christ, but he resumed the body he had when he first died. It wasn't a resurrection body, although it was a resurrection. And so when it refers to Jesus Christ, he is the first to be resurrected from the dead, defeated death, and exists in a body like ours when we too will one day be resurrected from the dead. That which is mortal must put on immortality. His was the first resurrection of a body that put on immortality. So Jesus is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and he's the ruler of kings on earth. Now you stop for a moment and you're going to be real honest saying, is Jesus really ruling over the leadership in the United States or in other countries? Obviously, what is taking place in our world, and especially in our country, reveals that Jesus is not ultimately ruling in all things in the United States of America or on the earth. But he is sovereign over them. Right now, the Bible makes it clear that Satan is the ruler of this earth. Consider a couple of verses at John chapter 12, verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out, referencing Satan. John chapter 14, verse 30. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. Jesus anticipating his death, burial, and resurrection. And Jesus says, he has no claim on me. 
2 Corinthians 4.4 tells us, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers, keeping them from seeing the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. While God in his sovereignty limits what Satan and his demons can do, we find that Satan is not chained and totally constrained until what we see in the last few chapters of the book of Revelation. For example, in Revelation 19 and verse 16, on his robe and on his thigh, he has a name. And that name is written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus returns and Satan will be chained. In the meantime, the kingdom of darkness continues. And in fact, there's reason to believe as we look at our world that the Lord is pulling back some of this protection. And that's why we see evil flourishing at this time. All of this leading up to the eventual judgment from the hand of our mighty God. If you really want to understand what's going on in our world today, read Psalm 2. Let me read just a couple of verses. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath, that's what's coming, and terrifying them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell the decree the Lord said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As for me, I'll set my king, King Jesus, on Zion, my holy hill. And who is the king? It's the Savior. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. And the holy hill is the temple mount. Jesus Christ will return and reign for a thousand years. So John has told us that Jesus Christ is the faithful witness. He's the firstborn of the dead. He's the ruler of the kings on earth. And then he says, he is the one who loves us. Loves us. Don't just pass over that. In view of what John is saying here, let me ask you this question. Have you experienced the love of Jesus Christ? Have you? Do you know that love? Is it something that every day you enjoy, knowing that he loves you, he cares about you? The way to experience his love is to recognize that even while we were sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. I have never felt more love in my life than when I trusted in him as my Savior. And I knew I was being forgiven. I brought nothing but my sins. I had nothing to contribute. But I trusted totally in what he did on the cross. And my entire life changed. And I am so grateful that he did that. That he reached me. And by his grace, I have been saved. The penalty for my sins was placed upon him, and I can look forward to being with him forever. Have you experienced that love? Now, it may well be that you're thinking, well, you don't understand the, the magnitude of my sins. Well, what you need to understand is the incredible magnitude of his love. God is love. His very character is to love. He loves you. 
He cares for you. John goes on and says, To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins. Are you free of the penalty of your sin? Are you walking in freedom because you've been forgiven? That's the question. If you want to experience his love, you've got to experience his forgiveness. And then John points something out. He says that he has freed us from our sins. Then how did he do it? By his blood. Whenever we celebrate the Lord's table, we take the bread and we break it and we think of his broken body. We drink the cup and we think of the blood that he shed that we could be forgiven. And Jesus said that we are to do this in remembrance of him, to remember the price that he paid. And then we can look forward to the time in which we will be at the marriage supper of the Lamb where he will serve us. Can you imagine that? The one who died for us, the God-man, the God who made this world, he will serve us. Have you trusted in him? If you're uncertain, please let us know. We would love to help you to understand the depths of his love.